and welcome to Thinking Outside the Box with me, Tim Box. And me, Britt Box. We talk about all things to do with your mental health, emotional well-being and how to navigate your own mind in these strange times. But we're not doctors, so please don't confuse any of our advice for medical advice. And even though we tend to bring a slightly more light-hearted approach to these topics, please don't think we trivialise any of the things we talk about because we certainly don't. But because we come from a slightly different perspective, we call the podcast Thinking Outside the Box. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Woo! Well, I suppose it's like it's a good week into 2022. Are we still allowed to say Happy New Year? Well, it seems weird saying Happy New Year to you because obviously, (laughs) as if we weren't there at midnight drinking champagne together. Having a little bit of a dance. We're having a dance. I was dancing in our front room in our pajamas. Watching the fireworks. It was nice. And a bit, was it Jules Holland we ended up watching? Everyone watched a bit of Jules Holland. Nanny? Yeah, I mean, oh, Jules at New Year's Eve. No, isn't it filmed in September? Something like that, yeah. (laughs) They're like, Happy New Year, liars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Liars. They're they're not celebrating the New Year at all. No. They're just, it's one afternoon in August. (laughs) Bullshit, quite frankly. (laughs) Um, But they do get into it, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, But no, has has, uh, 2022 going for you so far then? Yeah, it's all right. It's there. I had a a rough start to the year, I'll be honest. I was sad and I was angry and... I'm in a lot of pain and I'm in a lot of pain today as we record this. So, um, yeah. and I'm also in a squeaky chair. So if you hear me moving around in said squeaky chair, it's just because I'm in pain and I can't sit still for too long. Don't so not the squeaky chair, man. Squeaky chair. We have got, I'm sitting in a different chair than I would normally be from when recording this because well, Tim's had a bit of a shift around. I in had his room. a new year shift around in my room yeah. and I got rid of the old chairs that I didn't like. Um, hence, we didn't have a chair each for the podcast with a bit of foresight <laughs> from me there. So I had to bring my, my wheelie squeaky chair over for you to sit in. And, I, and, and yeah, so I'm just a bit... You don't have to rock backwards and forwards in it, do you? <laughs> like you're on Mastermind or something. Meanwhile, behind you, uh, you have a uh, hundred Chris Evans faces. Yes, I'd like to say a big thank you to our adoptive daughter Chanel for sending me a Chris Evans cushion. Since <laughs> <That seems laughs> your birthday, that wasn't it? Has pride of place now uh, on my chair under your ass. <laughs> no, I lean back against. Oh, it. okay, like what? a supportive column. Exactly. Well, how isn't supportive? he just? Isn't he just? <laughs> The rock of a man is Chris Evans. Well, I mean, obviously, I'm more of a Captain America fan than Chris Evans fan. Or oh, that's the official story, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely Chris Evans. Um, no Man Alive doesn't like Chris Evans. And Ryan Reynolds, I believe. That's the see, two. I'm not as, Ryan Reynolds is funny, obviously. Yeah. But he's, I don't think he's got the, the rugged, good looks. I don't of know. Chris I Evans. feel like, you know, especially on TikTok, there's this certain narrative that, um, that every, every man loves Ryan Reynolds. There is, isn't there? Which mm. is strange. And every woman loves Adam Driver, including your good self. Hello. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't know. It's um... Our marriage is rock solid, but I <laughs> would leave you for that man. I'd leave you for Chris Evans. <laughs> what, what can we say? Now that we've established... <laughs> the, I mean, these are not New Year's resolutions that we're making here. Right, get me Adam Driver on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway. <laughs> anyway, we, we've digressed already, haven't we? Um... Right, so here we are. Oh, well, you oh, know, while we're doing hello, shout yes. outs, a big, big thank you to my auntie Jan uh, for providing me with the Marks and Spencer's voucher that has provided me with the jumper I'm wearing today as well. Which, by the way, the jumper very much is like the jumper that Chris Evans wears in Knives Out. Uh, that was a subconscious thing. I don't think I was uh, <laughs> deliberately modelling myself. You look after. like you look like you're gonna you're gonna be in some sort of lodge and be like, and if I get caught, I'll need a good lawyer, which I have. <laughs> a great line. From uh, the but um, yeah, anyway, so that's all of our Christmas thank yous done then. Yeah. <laughs> right. So today's episode is episode. Is it thirty four? I don't know. I count on you for that shit. I, I, well, I put I put thirty four down on my notes. I was like, was the last one thirty four? No, the last one was thirty three. Because okay, we I said thought... that the podcast, if episodes were age, it would be the same age as me. Well remembered. Yeah. Well remembered. Um, and of course, you are into your thirty fourth year now. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna... So. <laughs> Kick you in the face. Why does that confuse you so much? Because I hate it. Because if I was in, if I was thirty four, I'd be thirty four. But I'm not. I'm thirty three. Which means you're into your 34th year. I don't want to do 33 this. 33 means you've completed I, 33 years. It's not like a Mario game and I'm on I'm on <laughs> level 33, 4, 34 now, whatever. It exactly is. You've completed level 33 and you're on to level 34. I'm, I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what we all say when we reach our 34th year. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, right. So, and the topic we've gone for, mm. bit out left field. Yeah. How have, we, you, have you written it down? I've written it down as the official title I've given it, envy, jealousy, and what they mean for our mental health. Ooh. Ooh. Well, this was this one was my idea. So if it falls flat on its face, 
Uh, I can only apologise. Well, because we would, we have a lot of topics that we potentially might do a podcast about, but of course we've got to feel like we're ready to talk about it and that it would be of value, rather mm. than we just end up talking about jumpers and cushions for an hour. And Chris Evans, let's exactly. be fair. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, but when you said this one, I thought, actually, this is a really good one. I've had a couple of conversations recently about this in terms yes. of when I'm working with clients. Yes. Whilst, as I always say, I'm not a relationship counsellor, mm. inevitably... Um, the sort of feelings that are sparked by relationship difficulties are things that I deal with with clients. Mm. And I suppose envy and jealousy yes. come, are big impediments to a successful relationship, aren't they? Yes. And from a writer's perspective, oh, uh, it's uh, the, the definition, uh, but the, the amount of times people say jealousy when they mean envy. Okay, so I've I've preempted this. You've got some dictionary definitions. I've, I've come prepared. Wonderful. Yeah, I've pr- I've literally printed off the uh, dictionary <laughs> definition just so I get it right. Right. Yeah. See, it's... I know the definition, obviously. But would you um... want? Okay, give it. Give us a definition. No, then. you've what? got it highlighted. I don't want to take it away from you. Well, the, all my prep. All work your prep. For yeah. Go on. Thank you. I appreciate you not stepping on my furry slippers there. <laughs> um, right. Envy. Envy. A feeling of discontented or resentful longing mm-hmm. by someone else's. Oh, sorry, aroused by someone else's possessions, qualities, or luck. I'm aroused by your possessions. We, um, <laughs> boom, boom. Uh, but that, so that's envy, mm. yeah. So Whereas, that's so basically the longing for someone else's stuff. Yeah. So you yeah. look at someone else's stuff and you and you want it. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. I mean, we've just said that three times exactly the same way. Um, but jealousy. Okay. So I looked up jealousy. One of the definitions of jealousy is pretty much the same as that. And I would argue that is only because it has been misconstrued mm-hmm. by colloquial language for centuries. Yes. And now it's common parlance. Yes. To say jealous when we're referring to envy. envy. Absolutely. Okay. So the other two meanings of jealousy oh, go on. which perhaps are more um, and I think this is why it gets confused because one of the meanings of jealousy feeling or showing a resentful suspicion that one's partner is attracted to or involved with someone else okay that's not how I would define it at all but yes but you okay. know what I mean by that yes whereas the actual I believe original meaning of jealousy fiercely protective of one's rights or possessions that is the one so you jealously guard the things you already have exactly that if you are jealous you are just concentrating on your stuff um, so when you say I'm jealous of X's, you know, whatever's thing, I don't know, mm. um, new arcade machine, she says, looking in the corner of the room <laughs> for inspiration. Um, that's, that's not what the sentence means. It's grammatically incorrect and it bothers me. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, okay. These days it isn't grammatically incorrect. It's just its origins are in a different meaning. Yes. Yeah. But, but so that's fair enough. So we can say, but, but I think what we're talking about here. We are talking about mainly about envy, aren't we, today? Absolutely. In terms of coveting of other people's possessions. Yeah, or... and how it can it can really affect you. So when we talk about podcast topics that we want to discuss, um, obviously, you know, mental health is so much more than just depression and anxiety. Yeah. You know, it, it covers everything. Everything that goes on in your brain mm. is some way to do with your mental health. In the same way that everything that goes on externally on your body is mm. to do with your physical health. Yeah. So envy and is an emotion the same as anxiety, the same as yep. fear, the same as love, the same as everything else. Yeah. And I think that, again, as similar to anxiety, which I'm sure you'll, you'll agree, um, fine in small quantities, but when yeah. it gets out of control, that's when it affects your mental health and your emotional well-being. Well, this is the point, I think. It, um, you know I'm always saying that everything going on with our mental health is an emotion, mm. yeah, and it's how we manage that emotion and, and how we interpret the fact that we're having that emotion as yeah. well. Oftentimes, it's not what we're feeling, it's that we feel bad about feeling it that's the problem. Yes. So, yeah, envy is one of those. It's actually um, one of the seven deadly sins, as we know. <laughs> I just, so I've got, to, I've got to bring my research into this, Have you, you got know. the rest of them? I've done all the Google searches on this. Incredible. You know? um, You've done as much research as uh, a Karen who wants to prove a point. <laughs> and I always You've am Googled something. that Karen who wants to prove a point. <laughs> um, but yeah, and but it's also in two of the Ten Commandments. What do you mean two of the Ten Commandments? Thou shalt not covet thy neighbour's house and thou, thou shalt not covet thy neighbour's wife. What about thy neighbour's husband? Who's, who's, which neighbour are you coveting I'm just, their husband? I'm just asking the question. <laughs> yeah, well, I suppose, yeah, but it's obviously slightly male-centric. <laughs> Go on, say it, smash the patriarchy. Oh, you said it for me. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> but yeah, have you been coveting anyone's, any neighbours' houses lately? Uh, not round here, no. 
<laughs> well, funny enough, I used to live next door, I so I know I know my neighbour's house very well. No, this is, you know, I, I, I personally believe this is the best house on this street, so I'm going to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the opposite of envy. Yeah. It's like the pride and the, the sort of satisfaction. Well, the reason I wanted to bring this up... Is, like, this is, is smugness one of the seven deadly sins? You know, the amount of times I get called smug in my life, <laughs> it's really funny. But like, just, just a quick, just a quick detour... Um, one of the reasons I wanted to, to bring this up is because um, someone I know said to me not that long ago, um, you see, that's the difference with, with how you think to how other people think. Mm. Normal people will see something and go, oh, I wish I could have that. Whereas you'll look at it and go, right, how do I get that? Yeah, yeah. And so you'll take action in putting things. Yeah, if, if you see a, a deficit in where you should be, yeah. you'll, you'll take some action on it. Or it's that. like, if I, I see it, I want it, I got it. Like, yeah, <laughs> brilliant. brilliant. So as a result, the things I do have, I'm very proud of. Because I, yeah, yeah, well, I went and got them. I guess that that again comes from um, mo- most of us are given certain restrictions in our thinking in terms of what we can achieve, mm. um, and that's not that's not because people are trying to limit us, but just because they have their own well, they have yeah. their own limitations on board, you know. Yeah. Um, whereas I think we've said this many times about your upbringing. Your <laughs> mum was like, "You go get it. You can do anything. You're you're the chosen one, the special one." I am, weren't cho- you? I am the chosen one. <laughs> Um, which also am, is probably I'm uh, Anakin Skywalker uh, at the root of a lot of depression in terms oh, of yeah, exactly. <laughs> falling short of expectations exactly. just whatever. depends on what day you see me it's either the biggest gift my mother could have bestowed on me yeah, or yeah. it is a curse that will damn me to depression for the rest of my life yeah, it there, just very much depends where I am on the spectrum if we do have any parents listening yes <laughs> you will no doubt do some good but you will no doubt do some bad as well <laughs> As the effect of the thing you did that was good, probably, yes. as well. You can't win, as a You can't win. That's um, why I'm not one. Because well, I like exactly. to win. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. But, yeah, so... Um, so so I, I no coveting thy neighbour's house or wife? Apparently not. No, Fine. that's that's the bad thing, okay. apparently. It's, a, it's super specific, isn't it? Very specific. Like, like, here's I ten should... rules for life, and one of them includes don't be thirsting after your neighbour's wife. Exactly. That. I should caveat this with uh, Tim and I, whilst we are not religious... Uh, I would, I would even argue that I was atheist. I'm not sure what you would identify as. I'm not sure if you'd be in the atheist or agnostic bracket. I think or... prob- probably I lean more towards atheism than agnosticism. Hmm. But, but please know when we laugh about this, we are not, we are not taking the piss. We're not, we're not mocking it. But it is, you know, it's a funny line. You've got to admit. It's, you know, it's, it's just, but, but please know we're not, we don't take the piss out of other people's faiths or how they believe because that is not who we are. Oh, no, absolutely, um, yeah. But I just, uh, yeah, I find it interesting that envy is listed as, as, a, as a deadly sin. Yeah. When you could argue that envy, to a, a minor extent, is a great motivation for Okay, life. so this is, you've actually preempted where I want to go with ah. this. Yeah. So we may as well start, we may as well head there now, go because you've it. said it. Yeah, so the, the reason why, so mental health-wise, right, mm. envy is a big, um, a, a big contributing factor uh, towards depression and anxiety. Yeah. yeah? And, or, or should I say that envy leads very often to depression and anxiety. Yeah. For various reasons, Um comparison leading to low self-esteem we we garner hate or anger for the people that have more than we we have and that we we envy um, and also it's, it's just a negative kind of vibe to have around you because it it cultivates feelings of inadequacy yeah know? now what happens then if we're going to actually if we're going to say so we don't really want to feel too much envy you know you said this didn't you so emotions yeah. are good in small doses but we don't want to feel too much mm-hmm. um the reason why i think we don't do much about it, mm. yeah, is because it's socially unacceptable to be envious. Yes. Yeah? And what I mean by that is we might say how we're afraid or we're anxious or we're feeling low, mm. but we won't say I'm troubled by the fact I'm really envious of that person or I hate the fact they have that over me. Yeah. And I know this myself. So I'm, I work in an industry and, you know, I'll talk at these conferences and things like that. Yeah. And I'll see some people get opportunities that I didn't get. Yeah, and yeah. I might, I might be like, oh, I'd, I'd really like to do that, but I know there's an emotion behind it. Like, I want that instead of them. How, <laughs> how can they have that and I haven't got that? Yeah. yeah. And but I'm not going to put that out there as, hey, everybody, thanks for tuning into my YouTube channel. You know how I feel right now. I wish I had that thing that someone else had because yeah, it, it's yeah. almost like it's not acceptable to to declare that emotion. Yes. Um, and. The problem there is that then that stops us. Um, that stops us addressing it. Mm. Yeah. Um, and what I wanted to what I wanted to get to though eventually was that then we feel guilt mm. for any feelings of envy. 
and or, or it kind of or it turns to to you know vitriol against the person that precisely the, you know that we are indeed envious uh, and we end up feeling bad about ourselves for feeling this emotion so mm. the first step towards mm. um kind of mitigating that feeling is to acknowledge it yes um and <clears throat> what i was going to say was because oh where am i going with this hang on i want i want to get back to where i want to go with this that's right you said envy is a natural emotion yes yeah and this is the thing you know that's my my view on everything we we have emotions for a reason yeah and if we can understand why we feel a certain way we don't tend to question it so much we don't tend to feel so bad about it yeah and envy as you just said is a motivator mm. you could argue that we have to feel envy to be capable of desiring something more for ourselves yes yes i would argue that because you know in the same way that <sighs> You don't just want something randomly because you want it. I, not I don't think anyway. I think you want something because you've seen it or you've heard about it or you know about it or someone else has got it or mm. you know and and then that's kind of where yeah where you go from it. You know even to the point of commercials. You know you'll yeah. see something in a commercial and because marketing has a as a, a very both detrimental and you know a mm. deep effect on on the subconscious as it is you then want the thing and even if you can't figure out where you first saw it i guarantee you will have seen it so mm. by that sheer thing of actually going out and getting the thing it's because you wanted it because mm. you were envious that you saw something having it mm. and then you wanted it in your life well, as well and this is it it's a completely natural process of a human being to want more to want to advance yeah. to, to kind of to have well to covet if yeah. you like you know and that's what covet means isn't it mm. really it is seeing something and desiring it i mean yeah you should not want your neighbor's wife i will just pop back in and say that wow so you've gone all religious suddenly oh, well i don't think you should be lusting after the neighbor's spouse i'm just which neighbor any neighbour. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we live next door to Adam Driver's wife. Of course, yes. And then you would covet her the husband. husband. Yeah. Yes, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. So there are there are caveats then. <laughs> wow. But I do find that the on online especially, mm. um, you will find that the majority. Okay, so I said a line to you earlier that mm. when we were talking about this podcast that I wanted to bring in that I truly believe that envy is a mixture of love and hate. Yeah. So you both you love the thing that they're doing, yeah. but you hate that you haven't got it. Oh yeah, that's a really um, good way of putting it. Actually. And most people, you know, it's it's like so for me, I've never been the way. I mean, don't get me wrong, I've been envious in the past. I've mm. been, I've definitely been envious of, of other things and opportunities that other people have had. Mm. But I've taken five minutes to have a little pity party, and then I've gone right. How do I get <laughs> the thing I want? And yeah. then I've transformed that into action. Yeah. Whereas for some people. They don't go the step further and listen to why they feel that way mm. and instead just get angry and usually go online and direct their anger at the person who's got the thing yeah. that they want. And then that's that's internet trolling. You know how they say yeah. bullies are just jealous? Mm. <laughs> like, well, they're envious, actually. But, but, yeah. but yeah, that's exactly it. That is exactly it. Yeah, yeah. So I found a quote from the medieval theologian Sir Thomas Aquinas. <laughs> what? You know St. Thomas Aquinas. What are you saying? Um, I'll say I'll say the quote then, shall I? Yeah. It was relevant. It wasn't just like as a quote, just to just change <laughs> the subject. No, uh, charity rejoices in our neighbour's good, while envy grieves over it. Oh, I like. See, that. I told you it was worth. Yeah, it. No, so it you were worth... scoffing. Well, no, I didn't know what Aquinas. I thought Aqu Aquinas was a horse. St. Thomas Aquinas. It's a name. Oh, I thought it was like St. Thomas of horses. <laughs> it might, he might have been of horses I don't know he probably rode a horse medieval times but the, you're again. missing the point here. you're focusing again. on the wrong read the thing quote again. read the quote again charity rejoices in our neighbour's good while envy grieves over it mm, I like that yeah yeah that's but that's good. the point isn't it we yeah. see somebody doing something that is I don't know what would you say aspirational yeah and instead of saying wow that's amazing well done to you yeah we, we say, I think there's something wrong with you having that. But yeah. a lot of the time, we don't even understand why we feel that way. Yeah. I, um, I, used to, I used to know someone, um, and every time someone else got to go somewhere or got to do something, yeah. it wasn't, oh, I'm happy for them. It mm. was, oh, I can't believe they're doing that. I want to do that. I want to do that. And yeah, it's just yeah. like, instead of actually like looking inward into, mm. you know, why are you being that way? Yeah. It's just sort of it's and it's throwing it outwards. Well, I think I think we're, we're kind of suggesting that taking action on improving your own position is the better course of action rather than than sort of bemoaning that other people have things, don't yeah. we? So I do. You remember... are allowed to bemoan. Have a pity party for all, all, oh, all yeah, intents yeah, purposes, yeah. but then 
get over it. Yeah, and this is the thing. I think a lot of the time people will say, yeah, but I don't think they deserve it. I think yeah, they've worked yeah. for it. I think they've been gifted it or things like that. Mm. Um, but again, what has that got to do with us? Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, yeah, there are going to be people who get given the keys to the kingdom for no discernible reason. Yeah. They're just like they were there at the right time. Yeah. But if we put all of our energy into saying, well, that's not fair. Yes. Then we'll stay where we are and they'll stay, stay where they are. You know, we won't affect anything. So if we actually want to improve our situation, we've got to do something about where we are rather yeah. than what, what they've received. And I, and I know, I guess for some people, they might, um, what's the word? Resent mm. that they've got to like work, work for it rather than, than get given it. So, yeah. so for the example um, I've got is I'm in the middle of doing my bachelor's degree mm. Once I do my bachelor's degree, I am thinking about doing my master's degree. And, you know, if, if I successfully get my master's degree, there are thoughts in the back of my mind about going on and doing my PhD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I know that's going to be a long time. You know, it's going to be sort of, you know, 15 years of my life, maybe. I know it's going to be a lot of hard work and I know it's going to be it's going to be tough. Mm. And then someone, I, I saw someone who just was a bit famous mm. get given an honorary PhD <laughs> from they from not even a university that they went to. And mm. there was that little bit of me just, and but in, here's how my thought process went. Oh, she just got given one. And then I went, can I just get given one? <laughs> how do I get to that point yeah. of just getting given one? Yeah. And then I went, no, I guess I'll, I guess I'll do the thing. You know, so it's, but instantly, yeah. instantly my brain goes, from oh I'm angry they've got it to mm. right how do I get it <laughs> yeah 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 but I mean that's the thing is it's what what does by the way if any universities are listening and you would like to give me an honorary PhD that Brilliant. would be great thank that, you very much. I, I reckon you might be in the in the, the running for one you know oh, you know that that woman off of that podcast that anyone listens to one of our six listeners might work for a university. You never don't know. No, you never know. One of the, our six listeners might be the queen and might be in charge of giving us like an MBE for our work with mental health. If the queen is still alive. Oh, here we go. But that's another. That's, that's another. another I, I worry some some tragedy has befallen our beautiful Queen Elizabeth II. Why do you worry about that? Because she's not been seen in public for a while and mm. she was very ill and she was in hospital mm. and there's a bit of me which would be why she's not been seen in public for a while but no, carry on no this is going to be we're gonna, this is going to turn to a conspiracy podcast because Brilliant. there's a bit of me that in is it like it's either february or april or something i yeah. can't remember she becomes she's been on the throne for 70 years mm. which is you know will be a ridiculous milestone that another monarch will probably not get in a very very long time yeah yeah and i think they're going to wait till after that has years. passed so she can cross the finish line posthumously. That's what I reckon. I mean, I think... <laughs> Come back uh, to this. If you're listening to this in the future... <laughs> uh, yeah, brilliant. So, yeah, but anyway. And if you're listening to this, Your Royal Highness, <laughs> then Your Majesty, Your Majesty, sorry, Your Majesty, I don't... How dare you? I mean, you. if I was at court now, I'd be thrown out. <laughs> be gone, sir! Well, we, we, send, we send the Queen. We send the Queen. We hope the Queen's doing all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she'll get those messages, yeah. those well-wished yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so when Diana died, my mum and I went up to London and laid flowers at Buckingham Palace. Oh, many people did. True story. Yeah. We saw the sea of flowers. It was insane. Oh, was I say a... we went up to London to do it. I was in London because I went to theatre school in London. Um, and we bypassed over to... Well, no, it wasn't Buckingham Palace. Sorry. I think it was Kensington Palace we went to. Anyway, we laid flowers. It was very interesting. Well, there was a real national state of uh, mourning at mm. that time, wasn't there? It was, a real, it was almost I like... Um, I was a kid. It was mass hysteria, wasn't it? Because it really impacted and it, and it sort of knocked on to everyone. It was like... Um, well, it, it was like an epidemic that went through through the, the nation. My nan, I remember my nan screaming to the point where I thought something was very, very wrong. Mm. I was upstairs because I lived with my mum, my nan and my granddad. Um, and I was upstairs and my nan was downstairs and she was just going, oh, no. Oh, geez. In an Italian mm. accent that I cannot do. Mm. Um, and uh, and my mum was like, what is it? What is it? And then I'm just hearing all this commotion. Mm. And then, and then yeah, I, I, I came to sense because I was, I was but a child when it yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember where I was when I found out, but mm. there wasn't really much commotion in my household. Um, Which is funny. I never took my nan to be a royalist, but she was very... Yeah, uh, well, I think people that weren't royalists were just quite shocked by mm. it. Um, I remember the only time I've ever like, heard a commotion in a room with somebody watching TV... <laughs> it's quite different circumstances actually. I was uh, went back when I was plumbing. Oh yeah. And I was working in this old man's house, and I just heard her go, 
Oh my god. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Oh my god. Oh my god. And I thought, oh my god, what's happened? I've yeah, got, you know, yeah. I'm gonna to have to ring like nine 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 here or something. Yeah. And he was watching the football <laughs> and David Beckham had just scored that late equaliser against Greece, the free kick <laughs> that qualified us for the World Cup. Um so very different, different circumstances. circumstances. Very yeah, different yeah. circumstances. Anyway, wrenching us back on topic. Yes, apologies. Um, yeah, so... When t- the other day, Tim was like, should we make our podcast shorter? And I said, no, because otherwise I won't be able to talk about nonsense. Carry on. <laughs> we, you would. There'd just be less actual good stuff. Yeah. And it would just be <laughs> half hour of nonsense. Um, okay, so I want to come back to the mental health aspects as well, right? Yes. Because they are, when I was, I was sort of doing my research on this, and I found a really good article about envy and mental health. Hmm. And one of the things it was saying was, the reason envy can be such a negative negative mm. um have such a negative impact on our mental health is because it affects us environmentally so if we start to get very envious and start to express that a lot again coming back to this it isn't socially acceptable to express yes, envy yes, yes. then it diminishes our friend set what do and you also, mean well we get we have less friends because oh. people don't like to hang around with ah. excessively negative and and jealous <laughs> and envious people well as i like to say i used to have a friend that was like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah. but and that's the thing so and what it does is you know Mental health-wise, mm. you know, evolutionarily mm. speaking, we like to have a tribe around us. We feel safer when we have a group of people that we can rely on that are there for us. And yet I just want to be left alone. And yet you have a massive <laughs> amount of friends that you contact every... I always say this to you. You always talk about being alone. And yet then I'll, I'll I don't know, I'll, I'll talk to you like later in the day. And you'll be like, I was chatting with Loz. I was chatting with Gemma. And, and I'm like, when were you chatting with them? You're like, oh, I chat with them every day on, online. Yeah, messaging, but, but I would but physically... Look, just because your means of communication has changed <laughs> doesn't mean you're any less close to them, mm. yeah? And you know how close you are to your best friends, yeah? Mm. And you have many of them. <laughs> I'd say, obviously, there's, there's, a, there's a big um, competition over who can be your best friend. <laughs> Between, um, well, okay, so for listeners, we have a friend called Dan, we have a friend called Gemma. Yes. And there is a very... There is an ongoing war. An ongoing war. There is, is a great photo from it's our wedding. It's not covert, it's absolutely oh, out it's, there. Oh, it's out and out. There's a great photo from our wedding of them both uh, flying over me, which is hilarious. Which you love. I don't, oh, <laughs> I'm grateful for the attention. <laughs> should get a t-shirt with that on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm but, like Tinkerbell. I die if there's no, if I don't get the attention. Did Tinkerbell die if there was no attention? Yeah, if you didn't like, if you didn't, if you didn't, yeah, if you didn't give her attention, she died, and I can relate to that. Wow, that's uh, I didn't even realize that's made Peter Pan a bit dark for me. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, but that's the point here is that mm. when we when we express um, emotions that other people aren't comfortable with, we potentially diminish our tribe, yes, and that's why you. mental health wise, we start to feel less safe. We can feel more anxious. We can feel like we don't have people we can rely on, yeah. and we start to feel isolated. So, and this is why I think this is like the catch twenty two though, because we're having these emotions, yes, but then we can't express them, or yeah, we can't yeah. comfortably express them, and as a result we start to bottle things up, we start to feel bad about ourselves, and this is why it leads down a dark path. Yes. Yeah? So that's why I think <clears throat> we wanted to talk today about envy being a necessary, natural emotion that we feel. Mm. It motivates us, it gets us moving towards our goals. It's not about don't feel envy. Yes. It's about, you know, do something with that emotion that's positive rather than negative, isn't it? Rather than just sitting, stewing in it and getting getting angry about it, you know, because if you, if you really listen to it, if you're like... I'm mad that they've done this. Okay, mm. why? Well, I don't feel they deserve it. Okay, why? Well, because they're not good people. Okay. Mm. How does this affect you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I want it. Well, go get it then. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's <laughs> it. And, that, and here's the thing. You want, I think, you know when we talk about trolls? Yeah. They're looking at things that people have. Yeah. And they're putting their energies into tearing them down. Probably because there's a bit of them that recognises, I probably couldn't do that. I probably yes. can't get there. Um, and... As a result, what other option does that give you? The only way you level the playing field is by trying to tear them down, by criticising, you know. So there is going to be this demotivating factor that says, but can I even get there, Mm. you know. But it's not about, I want the thing that they have. I don't want them having it. Well, it's it's, uh, Yeah, I get that. But what I mean is, I want happiness. Yeah. Yeah, and and it might not be Mm. the thing that they have. Yeah, and, and it might and it might have been at one point. At mm. some point, we thought that was what we wanted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But happiness comes in many, many shapes and forms. Mm. And oftentimes, we look back at the things we were desirous <clears throat> of in the old days. Yeah. And realise, well, funny enough, I'm not sure I would have wanted that. So my classic one is when yeah. I was in a band. Were you in a band? I'm, I'm not mentioned that. Timmy's been in a band. Um, and 
all my goal was to get signed to a major label. Yeah. That was it. That was my whole purpose in life was to have records out to do this for a living. Mm. And I look back now and I was like, what's my retirement plan here? What's my long-term... <laughs> what's my retirement plan? That's what people in bands are thinking. What's well, exactly. All I'm plan? thinking is I want to be famous. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I'm not thinking <laughs> I want to provide for my family and myself and have a good living and things like that. Mm. I was just thinking I want to be famous, yeah. And now I can't think of anything worse oh, God, same. than being famous yeah. because, you know, you look at people who achieve that and the hassle it brings yeah. and how, how resilient and robust you have to be yeah. to even maintain that. And you're like, no, I don't think I'd want that. I've made a very teeny tiny name for myself and I'm happy to live there. Well, that's it, isn't it? I tend to think <laughs> these days our job isn't to get known by the world. Our job is to do something that positively impacts the life of of a small mm. but but valued group of people. They're like our six listeners. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for the continuing support. <laughs> um, yeah, and this is the thing. So, you know, it's, um, it's not necessarily... Um, first of all, it's not necessarily a bad emotion, but it's what you do with it. Yes. That's the point we're making here. I have a question. Go on. Is it jealousy if you're in a relationship? You know how um, people get very protective in relationships and mm. and they get jealous if their other half is spending time with other people and this and that. That would be jealousy, isn't it? Because you're, you're, you're yeah. trying to keep what you've got and not share it with the world rather yeah. than envy because you're not being envious of what other people are doing you know jealousy in relationships okay yes yeah, so, this is why i think the the two words often get are interchangeable because mm. if you say you take the scenario of somebody i don't want you going out with your friends or something because i want you to spend time with me that is abuse <laughs> <laughs> but you know what i'm saying but you know yeah, yeah. and it's like there there is the there is the jealousy mm. of guarding my my partner my woman yeah. my man whatever it is you know but there's also the envy of their freedom and their right, liberty right. to just go and do whatever they want mm. and, and there's all i don't know there, i think there's a lot of emotions that go with when when two people's um what would you call it their their understanding of what a relationship is doesn't match up yes you see that do you know what i mean by that yeah i think i do i think i do so if you're in a relationship with somebody and uh, say you are a, a woman and you are in a relationship with a man and then that man that you're in a relationship with doesn't like you having other male friends, mm. that's that's his jealousy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Also, yeah. it's bullshit. Have, have whatever friends you want. But this Don't is the thing. That. You, you see this a lot. So I know that we, we agree on this thing and we always talk about this, that we can't really understand. You know when you see on TV shows and a group of blokes or a group of women talking about their partners. And they're not just saying, oh, you know, this annoys me, they're snoring or whatever. They're talking about things that they're not discussing with their partner. They're asking other people's opinions on it. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. saying to you the other day, I'm like, I, I can't abide that. I, I can't even contemplate, I can't even fathom the idea that I would go to one of my friends mm. and talk about a problem I'm having with you. If mm. I had a problem with you, I'd come straight to you mm. because I, I trust our ability to talk things through yeah. and, and kind of come to a conclusion. I also know that if I come and I, I've got a problem with something you're doing, mm. you're not just going to suddenly think he's going to leave me. He's ending it. You know, I, I know you have security yeah, in, yeah. in our relationship. Yeah. You know? and, and this is why I think. Well, I think that's, that's trust in a relationship, isn't it? That's the antithesis of, of jealousy. Mm. Yeah, I think. Well, I think also it, it's fear. Right. What What am I going to lose? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And, and that's the that's the danger here, isn't it? That we we let our decisions be dictated by fear, yeah. rather than love. Oh. Well, mm. well, st staying on relationships very briefly. It's yeah. it's it's all it's like. So, um, Tim and I've obviously been together, been in each other's lives what, eight years now, nine years this Blimey. year. It's insane. Um, you know what, babe? It just seems like a blink of an eye. Oh, it's I... just gone by in no time at all. Feels like day one. Oh, uh, I knew cute. Um, um, but probably about, I don't know, five, five, six years ago. So into our relationship, yeah. I had a text from someone that I saw very briefly asking me to go out for a drink with them. And obviously I, I said, no, thank you. I'm seeing someone. And they were like, oh, are you sure? And they were like, they were really like layering it on thick. Mm. Um, now, this is the thing. I knew I could immediately come to you and be like, here, look at this idiot. Look, I've said no. And he's still, and I knew you wouldn't be like, you know, who is this? Why are you applying to them? Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. you wouldn't, you wouldn't be like that. But mm. you know, that's, that's what I find sometimes in relationships where people 
are almost too they're too scared to go to the other person because you think oh well I don't know how jealously they're going to react yeah 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 you know whereas I know that I can come to you and just be like yeah look but, but again it's completely understandable that mm. people want to safeguard what they have yeah you know if if somebody is like um not liking attention being shown to their partner mm. um you know it, it's not because that's out of order them showing interest in you yeah, yeah. it's because I'm I'm afraid that you might reciprocate that or you might look at them and say, right, here's someone else who'd like to be with me. Let me weigh up the options But here. that's where trust comes in. Yeah. That's where trust comes in, you know, and that's what I mean by a bit of envy, a bit of jealousy. Yeah, great. Yeah. But when it gets to too high a level, yeah. that's when it needs to sort of well, be checked and looked at. Yeah, I think if you feel like you're standing on shaky ground, mm. then you're always going to be kind of guarding against anything that might rock that ground. Yeah. Whereas if you feel like you're on solid ground, mm. you know there's not a lot that could... that could um, this Sway it. Yes, exactly. Mm. That, could, that could move you off of that solid ground. Yes. You know? um, so, yeah, but... That's what I think. A lot of these emotions are are all based on fear. Fear is at the you know at the heart of a lot of our negative emotions. You know things like anger and aggression. Mm. A lot of it is based in fear, mm. and and it's about us being worried about losing what we have and then not being able to deal with the consequences of that loss. Mm. You well, know? you always say to me, "Don't make decisions based on fear," yeah. and I and I really like that. You know, when you first said that to me, uh, I was like, "No, oh, shut up," because I was. <laughs> I was obviously thinking about something else or I was in the middle of something. But mm. but the more I think about that, the more I think, yeah, you know. And then, obviously, we heard it in the uh, in Tick, Tick, Boom. Uh, oh, yeah, fear or love. It was like yeah. you're, you're making a decision based on fear or, or love. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is the thing. I think if we we can choose to go left or right a lot of times, yeah, we get we come to a crossroads. If we're That's choosing, generally how crossroads uh, operate. Or you can go, well, crossroads, you can go straight on. Oh, right. T-junction, you can go left or right. <laughs> so we so come we to a T-junction, junction, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we go left or right. Um, but whether we choose to go left or right, if it's based on, on the fear of going the other way, yeah. then it's probably we're making the decision for the wrong reason. Yes. If we're going left or right because we like what might be down that road, yes. then yeah, we're probably making it for the right reason. Um, mm. and, and again, this, this comes back to our decisions about what, how we react to these emotions. Mm. Yeah. Um, so what I thought we might, um, we might do... Mm. What what areas in our life might we experience envy? Oh, good one. Because uh, and I think because the modern world mm. has lots of different things, things that we didn't necessarily have when we were, or certainly when I was young. I realised <laughs> just suddenly realising once again, uh, <laughs> made all too aware of the fact we're a slightly different generation. Just a little bit. Yeah, we are a complete different generation, aren't we? Right. Like I'm Gen X. Yes. And you're one of those I'm a millennials. millennials. Well, I'm an elder millennial. Elder millennial, you said that something at like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I'm an elder millennial. We, I think, we went to see the elder millennials. <laughs> I think I think millennials started in 1980, if I'm if memory serves, and it goes up to sort of the 90s. Um, and I'm I'm 88, uh, but yeah, I think I think that's classed as an elder millennial. Mm. I'm certainly an older millennial. Anyway. You put it this way. So here's the thing: when I was thinking envy when I was younger, mm. it was TV. TV. People on TV. Oh, not people yeah. who had TVs. No, <laughs> that's right. Those newfangled television <laughs> things. Did you have a TV? Shut up. Did you have a colour TV? I said, Do you know what? My first TV. <laughs> yeah. I had to get up and go to the TV to change the channel. Wow. And it wasn't a button. It was a knob you turned. Did you watch the moon when... landing on it? <laughs> <laughs> so no, don't say that right because I've got um, so my my good friend Anthony in Seattle is one of my practitioners and he teaches he teaches what what I do in in America. And um, so he said in the next week he's turning 53. And he was wow. saying, I feel so old, I can't believe. Uh, that's quite a good Anthony impression. By the way. <laughs> and um, and, I, and he, I said, what year were you born? He said 69. And he was like, June 69. Yeah. Like and I was like, so you were born prior to when man had landed <laughs> on the moon. <laughs> And it was like, I, I thought to myself, that's a really good way of making someone feel old, isn't it? <laughs> but that's, do you know what? I love those sort of time comparisons, though, because yeah. um, was it Cleopatra lived closer to the modern day than she did to the building of the pyramids? Yeah, she it, she's further away from the pyramids than she is to the iPhone. Yes, yes. And, and another pyramid one. The pyramids were built when woolly mammoths still walked the earth. See, that's mental, isn't it? Isn't that insane? I mean, surely there weren't woolly mammoths around Egypt, though. Um, well, I don't know. Well, woolly mammoths are quite, you know, you've got no purpose for a, a woolly coat in, in Egypt, have you? No, I guess not. I mean, I know climate changes and everything, but that would be a bit drastic. Did woolly mammoths, were they in the UK? Because UK was... <laughs> I don't know, I think they were on tour during the 70s. <laughs> 
<laughs> UK was uh, it was part of Eurasia, wasn't it? It was um, was it Eurasia? I think that's what it was because it was all just one continent before it all split off into before we became an island. I say we, you. There were there were names of them, wasn't it? Mm. It wasn't Eurasia. I'll tell you that right now. Was, Eurasia. was that was a band? Some, that might have been. <laughs> Are you thinking of Eurasia <laughs> or, or Asia? No, no, okay. I'm sure it's Eurasia. <laughs> all no. bands, all three of those are oh bands. <laughs> we'll look this up afterwards. <laughs> Christ, you know sometimes we take a brief segue. Other times we're like, "Where are we?" I'm, 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 we're yeah, off the map Yeah, what are we talking now. about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so the reason I was saying Cleopatra. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Look, looking at people on TV, oh, that we was could it. be envious of what they have and things like that. The Beatles. But these days, of when course, the black and white with the exactly. You've been watching a lot of the Beatles lately. I have because there's the, there's been the recent and look stop getting me on subjects where we're just going to stop talking about okay, the thing. Go on, go on. Um, yeah, so but these days we have Instagram. Yes, and that that's what I wanted to get to. Really. Instagram versus reality. <laughs> Ten minutes ago <laughs> was that it's Instagram is because all this comparison thing. Mm. This is kind of the last point I wanted to make about how it damages our mental health. Comparison, thief, the of, thief joy. of joy. We talk about that all the time, and it's very destructive yeah. to the self Massively. to be constantly comparing. Yeah, yeah. like well, that that woman, um, the whistleblower, can't remember her name. Used to work for Facebook. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, her name she either. was part of the, the was it the deposition against Facebook? Anyway, she said that Instagram was willingly harmful hmm. to uh, teenagers. Yeah, that was kind of the overarching of female teenagers yeah, to, in particular. Yeah, that it was, it was they were willingly doing harm. Because this thing, it's one thing to create something that's aspirational and to yes. inspire people. It's another thing to make them feel bad about not being that way. Yes, and plus, of course, the old Instagram versus reality thing is it's a representation that isn't real it doesn't exist it's yes. just this sort of ideal that mm. is it's fabricated yes you know? you know like we only put i bet you know like you you've tim's got a great uh, a great segment on you know highlight reel and you know don't compare your outtakes to to someone's highlight reel and mm. everything i put on instagram is a highlight because that's just how it is things on my stories are very real but you know the things that make it to the grid are you mm. know i always say if i go missing you know, don't give them a picture I've put on my Instagram <laughs> grid because, you know, hours has gone into that and I don't look like that and they won't be able to find me. Amazing. <laughs> They'd be like, it sort of looks like an elderly relative <laughs> person we're looking for. Exactly that. <laughs> exactly that. Yeah, brilliant. Um, but, but I think that's, you know, that, that's what happens there mm. is that's when it becomes destructive. Yes. Um, okay, so other areas where we might find ourselves experiencing envy. Uh, work and career. Work and career, exactly. Mm. So I had... Um, what did I have recently? So I know that I'm, I'm no YouTube superstar. Yeah, I know <laughs> that. Yeah, Mr. Beast. He, yeah, he said massively understating it there. Um, but every time I see like a video that's in my realm, my um, <laughs> my field, if yeah. you like, and there's like thousands and thousands of views on it, and there's mine with like my latest one having like 123 views or something like that, you know. Yeah. Um, I do get massively envious yeah. of that, even though it's it's silly because it's like that's their journey, this is my journey. I get it. I feel the same. But you do that comparison thing, don't you? Yeah, I and feel I, the same. And I was thinking when we started to when you said this this morning about let's do a podcast on envy, I was like, mm, yeah, but I don't think I really experience envy at all. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I'm like, oh no, now I think about it for two and a half minutes. Yeah, yes, actually, you actually do. I do. I yeah. do as well, you know. And, and it's and again, this is just what this sort of. Um, you know, social media and all this is what it's done to us. You know, like mm. I, I do the same thing. I'll post, you know, a really heartfelt, inspiring post. You know, by the way, if you don't follow me on Instagram, come follow me, Britain Marie Box. Um, but I'll post something that's like great and, and it'll, you know, and it'll get like a bit, bit of attention and that's fine. And then like I'll see someone else put up a little video of them <laughs> into a microphone and it's got like hundreds of thousands of views and I'm like ridiculous. I'm clearly doing the wrong thing here. Yeah, you should definitely set up an ASMR channel. I don't know what it's going to sound like. <laughs> yeah, it's, probably, it's probably just going to sound like interference. Yeah. Or they go, shh, yes, thank you. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for joining me on this <laughs> Now, what, you know what you've done there? I'm going to have to listen back to all of this now. Make and, a note of the time. Yeah, 43, 43 minutes in. Rick did a microphone experiment ASMR. that may or may not have come off. <laughs> You can't stop doing it now. Yeah, let me know if you want me to do some more ASMR. <laughs> I'd, I'd be very interested in your ASMR channel. The, my favourite ones, though, are when you, you see them on lives. Mm. And so there's videos going on. and you can. It's on TikTok, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. it's one thing to like hear it. Like, <laughs> no, you've got to put the, but, the mic, mic really. No, I can't, I can't. I, can't, I just can't bring myself to it. But then you see them doing it and they're like, it, it looks like 
they're frantically crinkling things and, and <laughs> like making funny noises and it, it's as if they've got I've desperately got to keep the ASMR going otherwise people will tune out and but I'll lose people on my like life a, a big vase of like beads in water and he's like spooning it in and out and genuinely I listened to 30 seconds of it and I'm like I need a wee <laughs> I don't think it was like, it was like a, a barrage of ASMR. I thought it was meant to be relaxing. Him, him like sloshing all of this this liquid, and then at the same time, I'm like that sort of thing. It's like that's this is now just distressing me. I'm I'm worried about you. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, so yeah, those people like yeah. So it's I get envious of those yeah. A little bit, <laughs> Brilliant. Please, please, just do an ASMR live. I'll, with I'll, you. I'll do a sweary ASMR. Brilliant. Because oh, that was the other thing we saw as well, where that woman was just doing. If you send like an emoji, which which she got money for, she'll like jump up and down five times, or she'll go like make a weird noise or or something. It was very odd. It was ridiculous. It it, I've never seen. It felt like like I was watching a live stream of Euro Trash, and if anyone is old enough to remember Euro Trash, (laughs) it it was that Antoine Dupont. Was that the guy? Yeah, and Antoine, he was funny. Yeah, he was brilliant. And also, he was brilliant because, in in a very French way, he totally knew how ridiculous it was. And he was he was he was completely in it, uh, yet at the same time, completely above it as well. Do you know who does that? Louis Theroux. Yes, Louis Theroux. He's very much like that. He's like interviewing these people who are like yeah. just chatting with their sex dolls, and he's like, "So t- tell me more about Sandra." You know, he's he's very he's awesome. Yeah, brilliant. Um. But yeah, so um, hang on, what are we doing? But Career. yeah, things things that we uh, mm. might feel envy about. Um, I tell you something that we definitely engage in envy. Yeah. I've recognised this. Talking about covet thy neighbour's house. We watch grand designs. We like looking in the window of an estate agent's at a mansion I do now like and again. At houses. We I, I used to love like watching cribs. Cribs. The cribs. Who? Oh. <laughs> but when when we j- literally just shown around rich people's houses. I never liked that. I preferred pimp my ride. Brilliant. <laughs> Which was basically cribs for your car. For your car, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, we do like we do like looking at property things, but you know, that's I suppose that's it. I don't covet my neighbour's house because it's not as good as ours, but I covet Arnold Schwarzenegger's house. Oh someone oh yeah, <laughs> mansions and stuff. Like yeah, I'd like I'd like box mansions, that'd be nice. But I think we do we do that a lot though. We're, we're mm. window shopping all the time, aren't yes. we? We're looking at things, we wouldn't be lovely to have that. And yeah. this is why all these programmes are so popular. Things like what's the one that you like watching about the Beverly Hills estate agents? Oh, <laughs> Don't tell people I watch Selling Sunset. You do, though, don't you? And you don't just watch it. You binge it a series at a time, don't you? Oh, because it's just easy, because it's nothingness. But again, it's like aspirational lifestyles of people with, like, wealthy people, and, and mm. we're, we're looking at all the houses. You know, we, you were, we were watching one of them show the, the guy from Shang-Chi around yes. his new house. Yes. And he was talking about Similia. how, yeah, he'd never had money for anything before. Mm. And he was, you know, and, and I'm sitting there thinking... How much would I love to be mm. having that conversation with an estate agent at some point? Houses, that's the thing we like. Yeah. That's that's what we... Houses are holidays. When we see people, especially oh, yeah. at the moment, we haven't been on holiday in years, but especially when we mm. see when we see other people away, that's why I'm like, I want to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. So I know like when, when our mates Lars and Baz talk about when they've been to the Maldives. Yeah. You know, and, and I've always... That's kind of my aspirational holiday. Really? Just, yeah. I am not. I am not keen on going to the Maldives. It looks beautiful. You just don't want to get there on a on a I flying do not, boat. I don't want to go on a flying boat. You know why? Because boats shouldn't be able to fly. <laughs> is it I'm a boat or a is fan. it a plane then? It's, it's Superman. Like I'm not. I'm not a fan of it. Is, is it a sailing plane or a flying? Boat? Also, it's just. It's a very long way. It is a long way, but then you get your own desert island. Yeah, it's a long way. <laughs> But if, but if then I'm I'm envious, but yeah. at the same time I don't feel the the downside of the envy. I yes. just feel really like oh, tell me about it. I bet it was amazing. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. I don't, and and I think there is a difference. Well, we, isn't we, there? you know, we're we're those sort of people. We're, we're happy for other people, you know. But I'm, I'm also unhappy for people if they if they piss me off and I don't think they deserve it. <laughs> you know, I'm not I'm not I'm not a saint. I'm not no. you know I'm not Jesus Christ. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm not Chris Evans. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm not. Go. I'm yeah. not like bring it full circle to the end. Yeah. <laughs> um. I could just see him staring at me from behind your back. Is he there? Is he poking yeah, out from... Him. <laughs> oh, thank you, Cushion Chris Heaven. Um, but there's also but things like FOMO. You know, we talk about fear of missing oh, out. Yeah. That's kind of an envy thing as well, isn't it? Although, uh, recently on the rise is JOMO. What's that? Joy of missing out. Oh, God. They've spun it round. I like they've, it. They've flipped it. I like it. Um, yeah, when... Because honestly, nothing... Genuinely, nothing feels as good to me as cancelled plans. What, so you don't oh, have to do anything? I love it. I love it. Don't get me wrong. 
I love doing things. I love seeing people. I love going places. Absolutely. Mm. But if I get a text that starts with, <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I'm like, oh, just, I light up and then I instantly go back into my pyjamas. But well, we did say this, didn't <laughs> Straight in the pyjamas. <laughs> we um, can be at home for 30 seconds. In the pyjamas. And I will be hair up, pyjamas on, bra off, done. Well, also, you recently bought like a lounging around the house outfit. There's this lovely, oh, my loungewear. Yes. yeah, your loungewear, your lovely loose woolen items. Yes. And you, at one point <laughs> the other day, changed out of your comfy fitting <laughs> loungewear into your more comfortable pajamas. So yeah, there's a different, different time of the day. Different time of the day. You got to about half three. You were like pajama time. I am not. I am not one of those people. I do not feel comfortable in my pajamas during the day, and yeah. I, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know why. But like for, this, for the same reason that I will always get up. No matter how bad I'm feeling, no matter mm. how rough I'm feeling, I will get up, I will shower, and I will put daytime clothes on. Mm. Um, even if I put my pajamas back on at 3, 4 p.m., I at least need a little bit of time during the day to yeah, wear that's it. You've got to feel like you've achieved something exactly. out of your pajamas exactly. for a good five minutes. Hey, look, when you're depressed, we can talk about this in another podcast, but mm. when you are depressed, sometimes just having a shower is mm. a mountain that you have to climb. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I've got other things we could talk about here, but I feel like before before we finish up, because we don't like to go too far over the hour, and we've got like ten minutes. Ah, what have really. you got? Tips? Well, I just yeah, just tip, just some ideas about what could we do then when we recognise that we're feeling envious mm. of, of things, you know? Because it's not, an, although it's a functional emotion, it's not a nice emotion. To no, have, you know, because it no. kind of reminds us of what we don't have. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's kind of when we're in a state of envy, if you, yeah. if you call it a state then it's really uncomfortable feeling. It's not pleasant. Especially if it's something that you physically can't get. Like, you know, I will be the first to admit how envious I feel when talk about when people talk about relationships with a mother. Mm. You know, when people, we were talking about, you know, oh, I'm going to go out for dinner with my mum or I'm going to mm. go see my dad or I'm going to go do this or I'm going to go mm. do that. You know, I feel tremendous amounts of envy. Yeah. But that's one of the things that I can't do fuck all about it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's literally... Nothing I can do. Whereas if it's a material thing, I can mm. be the one to go, oh, they've got a lounge fly bag I want. I'm going to go buy it, you know. Mm. But when yeah, people yeah. say, oh, I'm spending the day with my mum today, I'm like, I hope you have a nice time. And I genuinely mean it. I hope they have a lovely time. But it's one of those things that I just, I feel envious about. And there's, there's not a lot I can do about it. I have to yeah. do the work myself then. But this is this is the thing. So that's kind of the first tip that I, I've got mm. here is like, always focus on, your stuff rather than other people's stuff. Yeah, focus what you do have. It, it, yeah, inevitably, we're going to look at what other people have and what they're doing mm. at times and because it's going to inform us of what we might want to have or do in yes. the future. But when it is, like you say, mm. that stuff that we can't have or that mm. stuff that is nothing to do with us, mm. then what do we do with that particular point of focus then? Yep. It, we've, got to, we've got to redirect it somewhere better. And, yep. and the best place to direct our focus is always about our own endeavours and what we want to achieve. Yes. Um, and, and it is about resisting the urge to compare yes. and, and, and make qualitative judgments on that comparison. Absolutely. It doesn't do us any good at all. No. So, um, there's only one thing we can control and that's our own responses mm. our own journey in life is all we've got control of so um, always look to refocus your efforts in that direction you yeah. know and I know it comes back to the whole trolls thing mm. you know anyone that's putting their efforts into bringing other people down or criticizing or kind of lambasting people for what they're doing mm. um, they're just saying I'm unhappy with where I am yeah um, and the only way you're going to get happy is not by those people coming crashing down. Mm. It's by you getting where you want to be. Absolutely. And, yeah. you know, we're not talking about, you know, criticising other people when they've done something wrong. We're talking about criticising people when they're just living their best life. Yeah, You yeah, know, yeah, it's exactly, that. Exactly. Also, so the second thing I was going to say is, um, you know, I don't do mindfulness. It's not really my, my wheelhouse. <laughs> but the word mindful sprung to my mind yes. funny enough, uh, when I was uh, compiling this list. Be mindful of the reasons behind your, your comments feelings. and actions. Yes, yeah, and your absolutely. Feelings, yeah. yeah, because it's like understanding why we feel a certain way mm. is going to inform us of our next point of action. Absolutely. Yeah, and if we're, if we're if our knee jerk reaction is to kind of tut or or criticise somebody who's like you say living their best life, mm. then we probably want to look at well, why is that? Because mm. I've got no real interest <clears throat> in tearing them down. No. no personal interest. So why am I putting energy into that? Why are my thoughts going there? Because mm. if we head these thoughts off of the past, we get to change them a bit. You know? Absolutely. And it reminds me of uh, a quote from the incredible Ted Lasso. Yes. Which you should absolutely watch if you haven't already. It's worth getting Apple TV just to watch this, mm -hmm. where he said, uh, go forward with curiosity, not judgment. Beautiful. Oh, that's lovely. I missed that. I didn't hear that in that 
When, what that was a whole. That was when he was playing. There was. Oh, I don't want to. Oh, oh yeah, 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 no, I do. Yeah, I remember yeah. it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. yeah, he said you can either look at things uh, one way or the other, but it's better to go forward with curiosity rather than judgment. Yeah, exactly. That's very good. Yeah, yeah. So, but I can I can give an exact example of when me being negative about certain people's endeavours was a detriment to me. Go on. Um, so when I was in when I was in a band, me in a band. <laughs> Twice this podcast mentioned it. I do mention it a lot, don't I? But yeah. to be fair, a large portion of my early life was about being in a band. Yes, All of, of my So a lot of my life lessons came from that Your time Your formative of my life. years. My formative years, in fact. Mm. Um, and I would be, if I saw a band that were getting some attention, mm. they were getting an NME feature, <laughs> or they'd just got a single out, <clears throat> and I thought, I don't think they're as good as us, mm. I would be very bitter yeah, about it. Yeah. And, and I would be, I wouldn't necessarily be slagging them off, but... I'd be sort of, mm. yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. almost be... Well, you didn't see that, listeners, but he did the eyebrow raise mm. and the lip curl sort of... Mm. Yeah, the kind of superior looking down upon people <laughs> who are actually doing better than me. Um, and, and But uh, it, it was a detriment to me yeah. because the bands that often got somewhere <clears throat> were the ones <clears throat> that were forming alliances, hanging out together, playing gigs together, yes. and they were forming a scene. Mm. Whereas I was isolating myself from other people that were being successful, I should have been aligning myself with them. Mm. And when I look back on it and I listen to some of the music that I kind of cast scorn on, I'm like, this is really good. You know? <laughs> and it was just my short-sightedness that yeah. couldn't see how worth celebrating this stuff was, yes. you know. And you look back at the time in music, you know, because it's only when you come out of that period, like, you know, you talk about your emo phase. And, well, it was never a phase. phase. It's a way of life. I guess Thank I did. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you look back and, and you think, oh, yeah, music sounded like that at that mm. time, didn't it? And it doesn't now. And it's only when you come out of it that you suddenly... Re- <laughs> I know it does on your stereo. Um, it's all I listen to. I just, I just used a stereo, didn't I? Like, yeah. <laughs> I just realised that as well. On your, you know, musical device. Yes. Um, But yeah, it's like, when you look at things for just what they are, you Mm. get to appreciate how great they are Mm. and and the artistry behind things. And I wasn't there because I was just, I was just envious of the success they were having, you know. Um, So yeah, absolute example of where understanding why I was I was reacting that way would Mm. have actually helped me get somewhere better in life. Yeah, it's like, it's like, you know, we always say, listen to what, your mind is telling you. Yeah, and and this is this is this is the thing. Celebrate others. This is the point I'm going. Celebrate others without your own agenda. Yes. Try, try and detract. Try and try and lift out of the equation what you would want for you. Mm. Yeah, because I get that some people are taking opportunities that would have been maybe yours if they hadn't got them. Yeah. But if you can take your own <clears throat> agenda out of it, then you get to just appreciate what they're doing for what it is. Mm. And I tell you something. People like being around people that are cheerleaders more than they like being around people that are critics. Absolutely. And this is why film critics have no friends. <laughs> Funny enough, just as we're starting to, we're thinking about doing a film critic podcast. Well, ours is more of a chat. Well, isn't we it are not, yeah, we are not film critics. Yeah. But, um, but keep your ears is open for something that we might be doing. We keep saying we're going to do, but I hope it's something that we might be doing. Uh, we're going to do it. We're going to do it this year. Mm. Well, actually, we're going to do it in the so. next day or so. Yeah, <laughs> so it is, it is happening. Um, yeah, but that, that's the thing. So if we can, if we can just lift our own self interest out of it, then we can judge something first without it being tainted absolutely by any filter of our own envy or, or yeah. kind of negativity. Um, and this is the last thing. It's always the same last thing. I've noticed this, yeah? Go on. Which is something to do with it being okay mm. to feel this way. <clears throat> yes. And that's the thing that I want people to take away from this. Um, it's okay to feel envy. Absolutely. It's okay to feel jealous, yeah? If we're jealously guarding what we have, it's based on fear. Mm. That's okay because we can look at that and we can see whether it's valid or not, yeah? Mm. Uh, and if we're feeling envy, it's because we have aspirations to have such success ourselves. Mm. These, are, these are self-interest things. These are reasons why we would feel that way. But we don't have to beat ourselves up for feeling that way. No. Yeah, and it's, I, I kind of, I've tried to do this thing of late where I'm happy to declare the emotions that other people might perceive as negative or, mm. or unhelpful because... I'm not ashamed of feeling like I want more. I want to go further. Yeah, I want to do more. And I'm not ashamed of looking at other people's stuff and saying, oh, I wish I had that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's like, are you just going to keep wishing or are you going to take action? Yeah. yeah. Also, it's it's fine to feel these things, but it's when it becomes to the detriment of you, like you say, yeah. that that's when, that's when it needs to be addressed. But, but, but as we, you know, as we always say, all of these things are okay. And mm. I think, I think that's, that's our main, um, that's our main theme of the podcast, isn't it? That mm. the whatever you are feeling, please know first and foremost, 
that it's okay, that it's normal, that it's fine. Mm. Um, and, and listen, listen to what your feelings are, are trying to tell you. Yeah, I think a lot of times we have these feelings, we think we're bad people for having them, and mm. we're not. Um, and often the only thing that stops us becoming better versions of ourselves is kind of worrying about what it means that we're having these thoughts. Yeah. yeah? Or ignoring it, pushing it down and it getting worse. Exactly, exactly. <clears throat> so if we can accept those feelings, we'll probably be able to transform them into something far more positive that we're slightly prouder of as well. Yes. And I think that is... I think that's it. That's envy and jealousy. Boom. Completed it, mate. In the bag. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for listening and for joining us in another new year of this podcast. Um, We are coming up to a year of doing Thinking Outside the Box, which is crazy to me. So for our year um, anniversary... If you're listening to this before the end of January 2022, we're going to be doing a Q&A special. So we would like you to send us your questions because we're just going to be answering them for the entirety of the podcast. You can send these to us over on social media. So you can find me at Brit Marie Box on Instagram and you can find Tim at Tim Box Mind Coach. Send us a DM with your questions and we will be sure to read through them and we will feature our favourites. In the meantime, you can also go on YouTube to find Tim who does some incredible mental health videos that I highly recommend you watch and it's the same channel name tim box mind coach but thank you so much for listening guys yeah brilliant um and as always keep thinking outside the box thanks guys Bye-bye. bye bye